0: Time time summer camp. I am now.
1: <laughs> all right, everybody, welcome to this one time at summer camp where we do everything great. Yes, I'm one of your hosts. Where we do. where we do everything great. Yeah, like that's, clapping. That's our new. That's our new
2: catchphrase.
1: Yep, we do it all. So I'm one of your hosts, Jeff Thompson. And I've got my two cosos here. I've got John Davidson.
0: Yep. Did you just <laughs> I've got wave Aaron on Collar. a podcast? You waved on a podcast, John. Yeah. Oh, we're not recording these anymore. Everyone <laughs> could hear that.
1: We're doing oh, yeah, video yeah. too. Yeah.
0: Listen to my wave ASMR. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Aaron Aaron is here too. He's the other person. That's me.
2: The other guy. Okay.
0: And his drink is very color coded, uh, coordinated with his shirt today. Oh, that
2: really I is. Didn't, I didn't even notice that.
0: Dude, that's amazing.
2: Yeah. I'm wearing a Mandalorian shirt. I'm Ooh, very happy with shirt yeah, today. You, are. you got Baby Yoda and everything.
1: I can't see Baby Somewhere. Yoda.
2: There he is, oh, right there, there he is. Nice.
1: All right, cool. Well, we're going to start off with a fun get to know you question that I prepared in advance and not three minutes ago. Um, so what I want to know is what is your favorite meal of the day? Breakfast, lunch, or dinner. And if you have like a favorite food as well, I'd love to know that.
2: This is so easy. I, I'm not used to these easy questions. I'm just curious. Right. I, because I You go, I for, skipped lunch. You um, go first.
1: Man. I'll go first. I'm Jeff Thompson. I'm the current program director at Lutherdale, in Wisconsin, and former program director, at Sugar Creek in Wisconsin. Nice face, Aaron. Um, My favorite meal of the day is probably breakfast, even though it's the one I eat the least. But I always enjoy breakfast foods because I think they're the most versatile and just delicious.
2: Most versatile. What do you mean by that?
1: Like you can have cold breakfast, like really simple. You can have super elaborate breakfast. You can have
2: Uh, like,
1: like there's so many varieties of what breakfast could be. There's just, Mm. it's all over the board. There's no limits. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah,
2: I like that. Uh, let's see. My name is Aaron Collick. I am the former program director at Briarwood Retreat Center and at Camp Stoney. And my favorite meal of the day is also breakfast um, because I love, um, I, again, like Jeff, it's the one I eat the least. Um, but I love like eggs over easy and bacon and sausage and waffle like awesome. But what I really love about it is you can eat it for any of the meals like you can get breakfast you can have brunch you can have brinner it's the best it's, it is the most versatile but in the brinner. way of it like it works for every meal like no one's gonna be sad to eat pancakes for dinner
0: i think that brinner is somebody's name probably <laughs> great name um i have a goddaughter named brin lee brin lee okay yeah brinner would be like
2: Did you just send the definition for versatile? Yeah, <laughs> you what asked you what did? versatile you... was, so
0: I, 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 I'm, I'm just helping you out. Thank you. Um,
1: Coming in clutch, John.
0: <laughs> Alright, my name is John Davidson. I uh, was the former program director at Luther Heights Bible Camp in the beautiful state of Idaho. Um, located right down south next to Louisiana. It's really big. You can't miss it. Um... <laughs> Come there. You'll see Aaron. Uh, oh,
2: that's
0: me. My favorite meal of the day and my favorite breakfast food is... Well, okay. Yeah, my favorite meal is breakfast. Yeah, okay, breakfast look at that. Look at us, man. It's the potato. Because what I do is I chop it up into small pieces and then I throw in <laughs> sausage, like pork sausage, and... <laughs> um veggies and eggs and cheese and make a a hash all together um and it's just absolutely good and gets me going (laughs) in the morning and aaron just called me
1: nope uh, nope no no (laughs) oh god Oh, that's God. my
0: answer. <laughs>
2: Great answer, I, John. Do you remember, remember the breakfast uh, that we had in Breckenridge? Oh. Because we were tired of eating the like. Oh, that was breakfast. the greatest breakfast I've ever had. And we had like, it was like the bagel place or yeah. whatever? Yeah. Oh, so good. I think uh, that was probably the last time we all had breakfast together.
1: Uh-huh. Okay, that's depressing.
2: It's true, though.
0: All right. Oh
1: hang yeah. On, hang on. That was it. Clint's Bakery and Coffee in Breckenridge, Colorado. Check it out.
2: Oh, good shout out. Good shout yeah. out, Clint. If you would like to sponsor our podcast, yeah, seriously, we are, we are more than open to <laughs> uh, an advertisement for you.
1: Yeah. Well, I enjoyed that. All of our favorite meal was breakfast. That's yeah, just, That's pretty cool. Sounds about right. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to turn it over to John because John, you've got our camp hack for the week.
0: Oh boy, do I. All right, so this is a camp hack that was sent in to us um, by a former counselor from Briarwood, Nina. And Hi, she... Nina. Hey, Nina. Hello. We find it here. <laughs> okay. Uh, she was a camp counselor down in Briarwood, and she is from Germany. So she was coming from. Uh, you know, a little ways away to the great state of Texas to spend her summer and probably didn't know much about what was going on in Texas. So her camp pack is to send a pack list before camp. And I'll read off what she wrote here. She had spent time in the U.S. before, but I still didn't think about that maybe a bikini would not be well received since in Germany they are totally okay to wear at camp. Mm. Uh, I also didn't bring a backpack because campsites here are not as large, so I don't need to carry things around with me like a water bottle or a Bible. The packing list is because once we get to the camp, there's no time to go shopping and you don't have a car. Uh, the packing list is super important. Um, you could argue that the exchange organization has to take care of that but you never know how good a job they do plus nina's told her that when i was already in the u.s i had to spend a lot of money on a new bathing suit even though i had one back home mm. instead of having it shipped over uh more importantly the counselor will have to fill at home in camp and something like this packing list will go a long way for that consideration um packing lists are huge Uh, i think on all of our camps websites you can find a link Mm -hmm. to a packing list um and not just for campers but for staff especially they're going to be spending some of them 10 weeks at camp they need an idea of what they're going to need um my first summer i brought a sleeping bag i think my third summer i brought Twin size sheets. Yeah. And it just felt that much more comfortable. Um, you know, change of shoes, socks, uh, bathing suit that's right, whatever. Uh, packing lists are super important, especially mm-hmm. for those coming from a completely different culture and environment, like mm-hmm. Nina.
2: So true. Yeah. Good I th- job.
1: I think the big thing, though, is like the linens, because <clears throat> I mean, we don't even think about that. We're like, yeah, staff will bring a sleeping bag, whatever. So you just throw it on there. But for these international staff, like flying with a sleeping bag, pillow, and all that stuff in your suitcase, yeah. is just so much. So I got yeah. in the habit of that's one of the first things I told them: is don't bring that. We will give you linens. Yeah, don't nice. fly all the way here with Great. that. That's
2: ridiculous. Yeah.
0: Oh, they're so heavy.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, and they take up so much space, yeah.
0: right? Yeah, yeah. No, that's super true. I'd, we we never we never had international staff at that camp. We did have a few here and there that. Had come from other countries and wanted to stay at camp for a few weeks, and so it was kind of a, oh, we'll throw them into the program and and let them have some fun, but it was never like a full on counselor. Right. Cool. Well, um,
1: think- oh, you have something more?
2: No, I was just gonna say thank you, Nina. Uh, yeah, that's an, that's awesome, and I, it was a fun summer, and I'm glad. Yeah, we didn't, we did have to make a. I think it was like a f- few days in, we made a Walmart run for mm-hmm. Nina and our other international counselor named uh, Laura. This is why she was. Remember the story I told where I, I came into Briarwood and it was we had two staff members and that was it. Oh, yeah. She was one of them. Hey, she was one of them. <laughs> and the other one was the other international counselor named Laura. Oh, from my Columbia. goodness. <laughs> so All right. she was my first oh. hire.
1: Woo. Well, technically, you didn't hire her because she was already
2: employed, right? Shut up, Jeff.
0: Get wrecked. Cool.
1: All right. Well, thank you, Dina. Thank you, John, for sharing that as well. And we're going to go over to Aaron now for our story, the main event. All right,
2: y'all. <clears throat> Hi, Aaron. Hi. Hi, John. Um, This story comes to us from the year 2004. It is a, about the end of July. And this is at Camp Stoney. And Camp Stoney is a little different uh, than... A lot of other camps where you don't have essentially like a central like theme that you run as far as like this is what camp looks like week after week after week. Each week is a different week. Um, And so you had like adventure week. And so like everybody goes backpacking or you had Harry Potter camp and the whole week is themed around Harry Potter or Narnia camp. Same deal. Um, You'd have uh, like the regular traditional camp that you would think of is called uh, Summer Fun. And... We had two weeks of that, and the last week of it, which was the last week of camp, got canceled because we just didn't have enough campers. And so we're in Santa Fe, New Mexico, about half – it's a staff of about – at that point we had nine people. Half of them are from the state of Texas, and the other half are from New Mexico, but through a variety of cities throughout. Nowhere really like super close. And so one of the things that we were left with is what, you know, we don't have camp this last week. What do we do? And so our director at the time, Bill, he sat down with us and he said, "Okay, so here's the deal. We can send you home like we can we can in camp early and we can send you home. Um, You will like you won't get paid for that week, obviously. But we were like with your contract and stuff, you were given until like this end of time. And so if you want, you can stay and earn money and there's some stuff you could do. Um, so we had that week that we didn't know what to do with. Now, what my question to you, gentlemen, is how do you handle that week of camp? I'm going to tell you, we already had like basically there's nine of us. We all said, yeah, we'll stay because we enjoyed each other's company and we all wanted to earn money. But what do you do with that week to make it not just feel like what we started calling slave labor week and just make it seem like you're just exhausted, like there you want to make sure it's worthwhile what would you do?
0: Oh, right. man.
1: John, you can go ahead because we had something very similar to this this summer. So yeah. I'm or I guess if you want me You're to go, prepared. I'm very prepared with <laughs> an answer. Do you need more time I'll tell
2: say? you, like, this is good. This is very open to like whatever if, if it like happened at your camp. You don't have to think about like yeah. what we do at Camp Stony.
0: Yeah. Uh, so that happened. Every couple of years up at Luther Heights, we'd have a week where we typically would plan our, our off-site programs. And while they might run, there was nothing happening on-site or there were no day camps, something like that. Um, and occasionally small programs size, so we had to cancel. Uh, so I've been through it as a counselor and as a program director. We did just that. We would offer that to them they could take the week off go home do what they need to or they could stay um we would feed them we would house them everything like that and pay them um and then we had a lovely project list mm-hmm. um there were so many things that i learned to do with my hands over the years <laughs> um one of the big things i i planted a whole bunch of trees i put i laid tubes for mm-hmm. Um, electrical and lines for electrical and i put flooring down and i build cabins i built bathrooms everything like that during those times um so it, it happened a lot but the thing that we always did was we always made sure there was worships in the morning in the evening whether it was you know a short <laughs> devo worship or um at night a, a full-on staff worship um, something along with the theme, something we'd been visiting all summer, um, to keep with the flow of camp, but also, um, you know, giving them some time to explore the nature around them too. Well, we did have projects during the hot part of the day. We try to let them off and go to the lake or, uh, just, just visit the valley around us, um, to make it feel like camp and that they weren't um tied to the yoke all day, uh working <laughs> like yeah. crazy. That's good.
2: Awesome. Thank you. What about you, Jeff?
1: Uh yeah, so I'm changing my answer a little bit actually, because you know, why not? So this is down in New Mexico, right? At Camp Sony? Yeah. Okay, cool. So um we all know <laughs> that New Mexico is famous for one thing, right? <laughs>
2: potatoes breaking bad
1: breaking bad exactly so you know what i would do that week <laughs> off is yeah i'm gonna have them do slave labor but i would make it worth their time and investment so no. i would start a drug company and just like <laughs> let's make some meth down in oh. new mexico oh no i'm sure how big is the camp
2: uh man that, it's,
1: it's pretty big big bigger than a white Trash yeah. trade yeah, so there's plenty of space on camp. You can go to the back forty, as they call it, and just like be way <laughs> out in the wilderness and just start cooking. And the staff are going to learn how to use their hands. They're going to learn how to problem solve and be creative. And um, while it's intense physical labor, there's a reward at the end. You know, money, um, some risk as well, possibly. But
0: you learn how to cook. Yeah. You learn- <laughs> It's a great skill to
1: have like too many chemistry people come away a- out of college, like chemistry. not knowing how to cook a meal or math So
2: or, or math. Yeah.
0: You <laughs> know, the first chem- thing I learned in college, chemistry is important.
2: So it is, you know, wow. stay in school. Well, wow. did not see that curveball coming Jeff. Cause that's exactly <laughs> what we, were was getting. Oh, I knew it. I got it again. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, no, what we ended up doing, we had, a, we had one project that Bill laid out for us and it was, we had to re-shingle the bathhouse. Ooh, <laughs> that was fun. like the big thing we had to do. Um, and then there were a lot of little smaller things that could get done, like repainting benches and things like that. Mm-hmm. So most of us went and reshingled one of the, it was the guy's bathhouse. Um, I learned how to do that. I learned I don't ever want to do it again. It was terrible. And... Um, We did a lot of small projects, but we as this, he basically said, if there's anything you want to do, hmm. let me know. So there was this one hike uh, called, it was the Way of the Cross hike, and it's basically like, you could do like the 14 stations of the cross going up this thing, but really it was just a nice, pretty hike up to um, the top of this ridge, and it had a good overview of camp and everything. Well, it was pretty overgrown, and there were parts that were really hard to climb just because of erosion um, and everything, so... We said we wanted to essentially like redo the trail, especially the beginning of it because you have to like climb up this it's, you know, mountainous desert area. You have to climb up this like sandy rocky area getting up to it and a lot of kids would slip and fall and stuff and like you would have to help them up. So we basically said we want to redo this so we made switchbacks going up to it and used old railroad ties and I learned how to cut rebar with a torch. To spike into the ground. That was awesome. Um, and we created basically like little um, like steps, but also to help with the erosion of it, like I said. Um, and we did that. And then we, as a staff, built a cross a right. giant 10 foot wooden cross. Did you create from... anyone on it? No, no, we did not. We wanted, we did threaten, but never <laughs> acted upon the threats. And we, there was a few of us and we each took turns carrying this huge, like heavy, heavy cross up this mountain essentially. And like each taking turns and it was a very like spiritual experience. Um, So we all really loved that. And then in the evenings, like you said, John, we would have, things to do but we decided like we would like tonight we're all going to watch this movie together you know that kind of thing or hey it's Thursday you know what we really want to do on Thursday have steak night that's what we want to have on Thursday and so like asking Bill like hey if we pitch in do you think you can go buy us some steaks while we work and then him coming back and buying like huge ribeyes and be like it's on me like oh yes Um, that week ended up being all of our favorite week of camp (laughs) because of the it should have been a terrible week like it should have been exhausting and not as much fun because the kids aren't there and stuff but the for it to be the last week it was kind of like a we're never going to have the same staff again like it's you say that every year but it was this unique experience we could all share together and we were tired and there were times where we were like I really really need to like be by myself right now <laughs> but it was because the end of the summer and you're exhausted but it was just a ton of fun um But I thought that was a good question to ask, especially in light of everything that's happening. I'm sure so many camps just dealt with all of this. Um, But as we look forward for hosting and retreat season and you look forward at maybe even like what is next summer even going to look like. um, Don't get discouraged and disheartened because there are opportunities for you to continue to be able to like do the good that camp does, you know, which is bringing people together in a way that I really don't think you can get anywhere else. And I think that that's important to always remember, like you still have these opportunities to go abound. You know what I mean? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That was beautiful.
2: I I didn't want, I didn't want John to take all of the like (laughs) stuff. So Uh,
1: I will say before John can, um, so we actually did experience that this summer. We had a half week where we had no one on site and um, we did service projects. I mean, that's everyone's go-to thing. But one kind of cool thing we did is, in the morning, is just for three days, we did service in the morning. In the afternoon, we actually took a bunch of videos of, like, camp activities and, like, crafts and games and stuff around camp and pictures Ooh. and whatnot so that we had content for the year. Just because, like, when things shut down in March, we were, like, itching to have some virtual content for people to engage with and think about Lutherdale with. And we didn't have it. Um, so now we're like, you know what? Let's plan ahead. We've got these summer staff here. Like, let's do a worship and record it so that we can use, use it, it later it. in the year. Or let's play Gaga ball and record it or go swimming and play. Yeah. Like, we recorded a bunch of songs as well. But it was a good time, like, just to, they gave them a break from the work, but we're still getting work done and stuff we needed. So it was just a creative way to add some time in there to get some necessary stuff done that's not physical labor. So.
2: Yeah, that that's genius. I love that. Way to think outside that box.
1: And then we made meth afterwards of the night. So, yeah,
2: that's you know. true. I mean, it's
0: a given, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> John, what do you think? What are your thoughts? Bring it home.
0: Do your uh, thing. I mean, I, 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 thought, I thought that was all beautiful. It's a... After staff training, like those two weeks of staff training, mm-hmm. you hardly ever get some good time with the staff members mm-hmm. um whether it's amongst the staff members ourselves or the, myself with with the staff members um you're always saying all right here's what's next here's this week here's here's all the kids we have coming here's the program for today uh please shower whatever you have to do do something <laughs> uh, but you do, it's hardly ever after staff training do you get that super intense intentional hours on end with these awesome people that are here um to share about their own experiences to lead kids in games whatever um so when those weeks happened it was all we could always come into that next week no matter how many hours we worked on building a trail or digging a trench that next week was always full of energy. We were always glad to see the kids back. Um, but the staff was was much closer too. Mm-hmm. And I think those years that a lot of the friends I have now came from those years where we had weeks off because yeah. you do, you get to build some really intentional relationships. And you get that without weeks off in the summer too, but
2: No, Great that's times. true. Yeah, no, Great that's times. true. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. Thanks for listening to my TED talk.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you all for sharing. Thanks, Aaron, for the story. Thanks, John, and also Nina for the <laughs> hack of the week. Um, if any of you want to share a story with us, uh, there's a few ways you can do it. We have a Facebook page this one time at summer camp, or you can email us Ooh. at this number one time at summer at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your stories, camp hacks, anything you want to share. Um, We're working on some stuff for the future, and I have some ideas of some stuff. So hopefully we're bringing some new stuff your way here in the next week or month or year. (laughs) Gotta leave the door open. You can't be too specific.
2: You can't be too specific.
1: (laughs) Maybe around March we'll have some more stuff for you. Um, But yeah that's all i got this has been this one on oh, summer wow.
0: <laughs> thank you jeff thank you aaron um everybody out there thank you for listening to us we love you uh peace y'all yeah
1: deuces
0: gooses if you've got one camper with a bloody nose one was smell the armpits. Listen one time summer camp